going behind the storefronts of Kilkenny and Carlow's makers, producers and retailers. This is Talking Shop on KCLR with Ashlyn Kelly. That's right. This is Talking Shop with me, Ashlyn Kelly. It's so good to have you tuned our way. Thank you so much to Ken there for all the news and sport, keeping us updated, as always, at the top of the hour every um, every day, every hour here on KCLR. Um, lots and lots coming up on the show this evening. Oh, my goodness. We are back and we are, like, touring Carlo and Kilkenny for all of the lovely businesses. Checking out what you're all up to. Um, and if you're a business, or if you work somewhere or if you know your, your what's your favourite business make sure you let us know if we're not including them in the show we need to 100% we need to so you can always text us 083-306-9696 I will of course um, make sure to take all the details write it down in my diary because if I don't write it down listen I'm not going to follow up on it I'm one of those people that has to have a list so definitely text us or of course you can contact us on um, on social media shopcarlokilkenny.com is where everything is happening check out the website and uh, check out the Instagram Facebook Twitter LinkedIn we are everywhere shopcarlokilkenny.ie so do definitely check out all of the amazing local shops from Carlo and Kilkenny like literally if you are trying to book anything like I'm going to open this now because I love looking at this there was one evening I was here okay and it was, um, oh, I was filling in for Owen Carey there a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, do you know what? I think it was maybe, th- it could have been Wednesday, but I want to say it was Thursday. I was just kind of planning the weekend. Although knowing me, it was probably the Monday and I was like ready for the weekend already. And um, I said, do you know what? I'm not going to cook this weekend. So I just headed on over to shopcarlocalkenny.ie. I checked out the dining out icons and um, what to do. I did. And I found things to do and I found places to eat and it was absolutely fantastic that weekend I'll have you know actually I ended up eating in the Avalon house in Castlecomer and it was amazing Avalon Hotel it was absolutely delicious so that's where um, that's where I ended up for food that weekend God only knows where I'll end up this weekend somewhere nice I hope somewhere in Carlo and Kilkenny of course if you have any recommendations though 083 306 9696 we will of course have a look at, um, at what's happening over Kilkenny and Carlo over the weekend what we should be doing where we should be going if we're dining out I'll tell you where to go. If you're dining in, I'll tell you where to shop, to buy everything. I mean, we have literally everybody, guys. Butchers, bakers. I'm sure there is a candlestick maker on our website as well. If there's one in Carlo Uncle Kenny, we have it. And of course there is, there is, there is. Of course we do. Lots of other things that you can check out um, in our blog plate blog page even is all of the interviews that we have recorded already which are all up for you to listen back to so if you're interested in design we have chatted to K Interior Design and Carlo maybe you're thinking a bit about the history of brewing we had a chat with O'Hara's Irish Craft Beer then we have little blogs as well indoor dining places in Kilkenny indoor dining places in Carlo where are you going to go for something to eat where is featured in our Kilkenny one for a bit of lunch, we were sending you to... Now, this is just some places, guys. we well aware there is so many amazing places to eat and all of them will be featured in blogs on the website. But um, where were we sending you to? We were looking at Blah 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 Cafe in Kilkenny. 
the Blackberry Cafe in Thomastown. And then for something to eat in the evening time, we thought Petronella on the butter slip and Rinuccini's just on the parade in Kilkenny. Absolutely delicious. And then maybe you were just going to go for a drink. Maybe you were having your dinner at home and you said, you know what, I'm going to go out for a nice drink. We were, of course, looking at Tynan's Bar in Kilkenny and in Thomastown, we were checking out Tim's Bar too. That was in Kilkenny. Of course, don't forget, we were looking at Carlo as well. So where were we having a look at in Carlo? Well, for some nice lunch, we had said Teddy's Cafe or the Lazy River Cafe. Then if you're going something to eat, we were looking at um, the Riverbank Restaurant and Mimosa Tapas Bar, which I have been to before and it is amazing. And then if you were just going to head out for a drink, we were looking at the Railway House in Munibyog, August Reddy's Bar in Carlow. So that is exactly just some of the places that we had um, that we had featured on our website, shopcarlocalkenny.ie and lots and lots more places, obviously, to dine in and um, yeah, all places to dine, um, to dine out even. And then if you're dining in, we have all the shops literally have you covered here on the show and on our website lots coming up in the show this evening our big interview is with the one and only Pat Comerford from Flower Power just across the road from us he's literally our neighbour and um, and that is coming up next we decided this evening's show we always kind of take a bit of a theme so we always kind of throw in a couple of different things but um, but we have done retail we did motor and this evening we're looking kind of at our gardens so in my head now listen I'm no gardener I'm not very actually good at gardening I love to look at gardens I love the idea of having a big garden but it just isn't for me I'm kind of like a potted plant girl do you know one of those um, things like I mean we have Shirley as an expert Shirley Lanigan is our gardening expert on the Saturday show every Saturday with Edward Hayden and um, I have so many questions but I, I need to just text in the show I do I'll do that tomorrow morning but um, also so this evening I thought you know what is September when September comes are we all like okay bring in the flowers bring in your potted plants flowers are gonna you know like just go withered what is the story so I decided I need to do a bit of research on this so I have Pat from Flower Power and the lovely Katrina from Cullen's Nurseries in um, in Hackettstown and Carlow as well she's on our quick fire question round this evening and um, and we do have a big interview with Katrina as well that we will play over the next few weeks as well when we're talking all of things gardening hedging trees anything at all she has got so much information for us so yeah we're kind of going taking the garden route this evening so yeah let us know um, do you know Cullen's Nurseries do you know Flower Power tell us on the text line 083306 9696. So we're going to take a quick break, but as I said, we are back with Pat Comerford from Flower Power, just on the Dublin Road, our neighbours, as I said here in Kilkenny. And I think you'll always notice, well, we pass it literally every day as we drive um, into work here at uh, KCLR headquarters. But I mean, if you look at the Dublin Road, it's just like your eyes are just drawn to Flower Power. The colours, the flowers oh my goodness they are absolutely amazing pat does a great job of having all the beautiful colors and trees out um out for display for us all to see so that is coming up just after this do stay tuned to talking shop here on kclr your weekly catch-up with kilkenny and carlo's makers producers and retailers talking shop on kclr with ashlyn kelly talking shop the big interview now I'm over here in Flower Power with Pat from Flower Power that we all know from all the radio ads and everything. Pat, um, listen, the place is looking great. 
Yeah, it's a very beautiful time of the year to be involved in the garden centre. Yeah, it's gorgeous. We're on the twist of the season where the summer, late spring, summer plants are starting to get a little bit tired. They've done their job. And now, for me, I think September, October is one of the most beautiful times of the year. As you can see, as we've walked around, like so many plants are still in full flower, especially the hydrangeas. We still have the red hot pokers. We have the hardy outdoor geraniums. That's Suzanne there. Um, And so much much more just on this end but as you can see as well the trees are starting to change slightly the colour of their Mm. leaf and that then shows up so much and I suppose as well if you think about it the summer flowering plants are starting to get a little bit tired Mm -hmm. so this is showing off the autumn winter plants of course yeah with summer was summer a bit late this year have you noticed was there anything kind of different with the plants this year or was everything kind of okay there was a little scarcity in the beginning because Mm. the demand outstrips supply but then the growers like we have great growers here in Ireland granted a lot of the smaller ones are gone but like the growers that we have left here they're absolutely fabulous and they stepped up to the mark and a lot of them put up extra tunnels got extra space extra help which gave extra work to many many people Mm -hmm. and you'd have to take your hats off to them Um, I suppose when I think back to May which has been the same as maybe the last two three uh, early Mays we had got uh, quite a mild uh, end of March uh, pretty mild April Mm -hmm. and then bang we got hit in the last two three years with a minus two minus three frost which knocked out a lot of the early um, soft plants Mm -hmm good for garden centres but not for the people <laughs> they're all back into you for more then yeah. but that put a huge demand back on to mm. the to the early bedding plants as well yeah yeah of course okay right Pat as we said we're going to walk around the garden centre and just kind of give everybody a feel for it so talk us through these trees really catch my eye what are these and where should we be putting these in our garden these are bamboos a I lot of people them. yeah a lot of people will use them as just an ornamental plant maybe in a large pot or in a very vocal point of the garden Mm. I suppose they're mostly used to give protection from the wind or to block out a view for whatever reason. Um, They're evergreen. uh, They look fabulous. They wave in the wind and they whistle in the wind, believe it or believe it not. And they're just a great plant. They're very strong, aren't they? Oh, very, very strong. The one you're looking at there, what is that? That's 10, 10, 11 foot high. But as you can see over here, we have the baby ones and then we have the semi-mature ones. And we, we stock them in all shapes and sizes. And this one here has the lovely green golden golden stem to it and there you see the the, the, the negro which is the black bamboo and many people like the black or sometimes they mix them mm, they're gorgeous yeah. to look at as well aren't they they really are now talk us through okay so you actually have a lot of trees and kind of things here what is the story with taking these from the garden centre and planting them in our garden is there a lot of work for us to do I don't think so. Um, yes, there's a little bit of labour work in it. But if you want to have a nice garden, uh, if you're not going to get in a landscaper or a handyman to do it, then I think that, for me, I don't see it as work. I see it as total enjoyment. And I think that if you come and you buy the plants yourself, you take them home, you put them into position, just think it out, and you plant them yourself, then that is your garden. You've done this yourself. Mm. You know, and I think you'll get way more satisfaction out of it. Granted, there's big jobs where lawns have to go in and maybe a lot of big stuff. That might be a bit more difficult for people. But if you could, I would definitely say do as much work in the garden yourself because you'll get it back tenfold. Yeah, exactly. It's really enjoyable yeah. as well, isn't yeah. it? Now this, what is this, Pat? That's an olive tree. That's olive a ver- tree, Yeah, wow. that's a very mature olive tree. That guy there is probably 50 year old. Wow. You can see where he's pruned back very much, otherwise he wouldn't fit 
fit here. Yeah. Right, you know, um, we just prune them back. You can see there's lovely olives on them at the moment. Uh, there's a few more still to open. There's a few little flowers left, even though it's getting late for the olive tree. But if I can take you up here, as we're yeah. going by the hedging, like we have our privet, our grisolinia, um, we have Leylandi, which we don't sell as much of anymore. A lot of people don't use them. We have be- the laurel is there, the Portuguese laurel. And in another, we'll say probably six to eight weeks, with the bare-rooted season will start. And that will bring in the white thorns, the, uh, the beech, both green and copper, and so and so on. And all the associated... Um, mixes of honeysuckle to God knows whatever you want. We mm. stock it here, you know. Mm. That, but the time for that is roughly about six to eight weeks' time. We've got to wait for the frost to come in or the plants will go down naturally. When I say go down, we'll go asleep coming into the winter. It's mm. rest time for them. They don't sleep during the spring, during the summer, or in the autumn, and they have to have a little sleep like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the time you lift them bare rooters and you pop them in and it's dead safe. But if I can just show you this one here, yeah, as course. we spoke about that olive tree there, this is my baby. He's not for sale and I could have sold him. This tree here, as you can see, the size of the trunk on him, yeah. again, you can see where we had to keep pruning him back and back, right? This guy is probably in the region of 100 and, I don't know, 130 approximately wow. years old. Yeah. He's container grown, um, an absolute beauty. And I could have sold him many times but he came here with me when I opened here that's about 14 years ago oh, wow. and he's here since and here he's staying yeah of course <laughs> oh I love it this is his home yeah, a lovely yeah. olive tree yeah. the colours like you mentioned earlier Pat in the trees and the leaves they are kind of even changing now as we're walking through they are yeah and I love that as well because we're getting the autumn colour colour coming right in Like, and you'll see over here we have the mountain ash um, mm. which is now it's flowered, we'll say, back in May, June, right? And now those flowers are starting to produce the red berries, right? And again, they'll ripen probably in the next three, four weeks. They'll, when I say ripen, they'll just get softer and you'll see all the birds just feeding on them. And if anybody, look, if you're, especially Lockboy Shopping Centre is a huge example of this. There's, I think there's maybe three mature um, mountain ash up there. And what I'm amazed at is the amount of starlings that come in late in the evening, just before it gets dark in about another four or five weeks time and they just attack it's unbelievable and I go there every year to yeah, see this happen see it yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god the sound yeah. berries and not just the starlings um, the berries are there to feed many of the birds yeah of course but the starlings come maybe I don't know 100, 200 it looks like at a time and they just devour them they tell each other but they just eat or fill and they're gone and then that will go on probably for 7 to 10 days until they have taken the berries that's lovely isn't exactly. it that's so nice yeah, yeah. So we all know Lockboy Shopping yeah. Centre so we'll all keep an eye on that down here sorry you have some fruit trees yeah and as you can see here like um, we take the apples like most of the apples yeah have produced fruit even in their wee pots there Mm. Um, that's basically because they're 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 pollinated by the other plants around them but there's probably 15-20 varieties of apple there we have your pears your plums we have your damsels and God knows what else. We have rhubarb, black currants, uh, gooseberries. Um, The wild uh, raspberries are here further up. We'd see, well, um, naturally we'd be carrying um, the 
different varieties of strawberries and so and so on again. And there's a nice raspberry there. Mm. If you'd like to take him, you're very welcome. He's he has his ripe. He's ready to go. Oh, There's not a lot of left ones left on it because between right. myself and uh, the staff here. <laughs> Lunchtime's <laughs> always out here by the fruit trees. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. I you love know. it. Pat, what, is Ireland a good place? Like, if we wanted to have some fruit trees, is Ireland a good place, you know, for your own garden to be growing fruit trees? It is, of course, like, but, like, the fruit trees... Uh, they do like to have a little bit of shelter and they like to be south facing if possible mm. where they're getting as much sun as possible because sometimes here it's, they will flower they will pollinate they will produce the apple but because of our position on the globe we can get a rather dark or cold maybe say end of August uh, into September when a lot of the fruits need the sun they need the heat to ripen but in saying that there's varieties that work here as many many people will know and all anybody has to do is come into me or go to any garden centre and ask for advice which are the best ones right a very simple thing if you a lot of people mightn't have a a garden big enough to put in seven, eight or ten trees mm. and they might want to have a pear and a plum right, if you want that there is a, there is a plum, it's Victoria that one is self-pollinating and there's a pear called Conference which is self-pollinating as well and they would be two of the ones I would recommend most. With the fruit trees you've got to have two Okay. Oh, sorry, when I say fruit trees, I mean apple. You need two to cross-pollinate. And again, they must flower at the same time. Ideally, if you could put in three fruit trees, right, three apple trees, mm. and use an early, a middle, and a late, and you're more or less guaranteed that they'll flower. One might be just going out when the middle comes in, and the middle will be going out when the late comes in. Mm. And that's the secret with the apples. Okay, fabulous. Okay, yeah. that's brilliant. And it doesn't matter. We can choose, like, maybe a green apple and a red apple. I know you've course, got lots yeah. of different ones just, here, but they don't have to be two the no, same. No, just make sure that if you if you can to get a middle... Uh, sorry, an early, a middle and a late. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Very good. But don't go for an early and a late because you'll more than likely miss that they'll flower at the same time okay. and you'll miss the pollination. Perfect. Okay, grand. That's very interesting. And then right. saying that, if there's a crab apple in the vicinity mm. or the neighbour has a few, few fruit trees, they'll cross-pollinate. Really? Yeah, the bees will do the works. How far away can it be? Like at times, you could be a half mile away. All you want is yeah. a, a bee that had landed on tree yeah. A to come in and land on tree B. So you could talk to your neighbours maybe exactly. if you don't have the room. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Have you old bee there? Send them in. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money for them. Now, what else have we got in here? Pat, the colours everywhere are just amazing. Yeah. As we come up here, this is the change of the season and okay. you can see many benches are empty because we're clearing off what was selling up to now they're getting a bit tired there's going to be a good sale on these right anybody looking for a good bargain now is the time because in two hours time these will be full packed with um, we'll say autumn winter spring plants and as we walked in you've seen all the trolleys there ready to go now the colours we were mentioning the colours earlier Pat the colours on the new plants are fantastic yeah and these are these are your Japanese maples right oh stunning and you see where this one is starting to change now Mm. there's a picture even that's showing you the bright kind of a yellowy leaf that's on it now it's turning into the autumn colour and again this will get in another whatever it's going to be three, four weeks again before he changes back into pure autumn colour. Mm. And he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. I love his leaves. And here, 
as we go up. This is an upright Euonymus. Again, the picture label will show you the fabulous green colour that was on him. But he's starting to turn now. Mm. And if you just look here, you can see these are the autumn colours. But look what's going to happen in another little bit. All this will go to a red, a vivid red that really shines at you. So that's a brilliant plant. Not the most, not the cheapest plant you can get, right? But one of the prettier ones. He has four dimensions. Mm. Because when he when he loses the leaf, you see the bark. Yes. You see the beautiful bark that you won't find on many other plants. Very unusual. Right? You've got that for like the four or five months of the winter. Then he comes into this fabulous green. Now you can see you can see mostly he has just the autumn colours on him. And as these before he drops the autumn colour, he's going to go vivid red. And right. depending on the weather, you could get six, seven, eight weeks out of that. Wow, yeah. oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. How has weather been for the gardens now at the moment, Pastor? Are we kind of Okay, for August is okay, September is looking August okay. has been just fabulous. Yeah. And like July, you just wouldn't read about it. Like it was so good as well. And I think with the lockdown and everything and the staycations, everybody needed that. Mm. And we could feel it in the people coming through. Everybody was, good. Everybody was in very good form, very mm. good humour. And like we've seen an awful lot of new footfall coming through, mm. uh, especially Mammy's daddies um, with small children. Uh, getting me interested in the plants, explaining everything to him about it, and I think that's fabulous. Yeah. And as a result of that, like it gave us the opportunity to take on a bit of extra staff, which is very good for people as well. As you can see, we're starting to revamp the place. We're extending it. Um, it's again. You're expanding the yeah, garden centre, aren't you, Pat? Tell us about that. Well, thanks to all our customers and the people out there who, without, this couldn't happen. But we had a very good two years. Uh, it was a bit scary in the beginning when I thought, Jesus, this is, there's trouble here. But like for guys in the plant business, uh, especially in garden centres and the nursery men, um, everything was just turned in the reverse. Mm. Um, instead of things going quiet, it got busier and busier and busier. And that gave us the extra injection of cash. So now we want to put it back in, uh, first of all for ourselves, but very much too for our customers and to make the place more beautiful, have, carry more plants and be here for everybody. And um, that's how it operates. That's brilliant. It's great to hear good news stories as well that yeah. came out from the last two years because yeah. obviously it has been tough, but it's great to hear that um, that you did so well, Pat. And people were really, they really took care of the gardens. I mean, I found that even just walking through housing estates or when you're driving past roads and now houses, gardens have just come a long way even in the last two years. You can see people had the time to maybe spend at home and put the time into their garden. Yeah, I think Ireland has become second to no other country. Uh, the, as you said, it's just beautiful. But mm. we also have to look at the county councils, the corporations, and I think above all, the tidy towns. Mm. Every village in Ireland has a tidy town committee. My own village of Kells, I know I always mention Kells, <laughs> but they, get, they, they need to get serious recognition and credit for what they do out there. Mm. But it's every village. Mm. Like it, and like I have, uh, looking enough, because uh, I get to travel a bit, either doing deliveries or going for stock, and like it is just fabulous into Carlo as well it's absolutely beautiful you know and there's not a village out there that you don't stop or slow down and admire mm. but apart from the villages to look at the houses every one of them along no matter what road you travel and see how the beauty and that beauty didn't come on its own that was created by people who mm. own the house pride in their place because mm. never forget this the garden is the largest room of your house <laughs> it's, it's the one that everybody sees <laughs>
<laughs> very true, very true. Yeah, you know. The poor postman get to see all of them as well. Yeah, God, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm quite sure in a few of them, the, maybe the, the inside has not been as looked after as, <laughs> as long as, as they have a nice garden, that's all that matters. I love it. But I if you think it. about it, like, you know, we have been introduced to the outside life, whether mm. it is, um, whether it is in your own garden or now you go for a meal or you go for a drink most people are outside Mm. which actually the proprietors whether it's a restaurant pub whatever have put huge effort in Mm. and they're all full of plants you know one (laughs) trying to make the other look better looking and plants will do that won't they of course they will you know and to all those people out there with those kind of businesses as well you must say well done too the money they've put in to creating covered areas heated areas Mm. very comfortable areas as well and that too brought little problems for them they needed more staff because there's outside services right so you'd have to recognise all that as well. We really do, don't yeah. we? Pat, we're talking about outside a lot and obviously gardens are huge outside, but indoor plants can really it's make huge. a home as well, can't they? Yeah. That has that, that area has really jumped as well, you mm. know, and we're lucky enough uh, to have a nice indoor shop. Um, it's probably not the biggest one you ever did see, but we carry a lot of stuff. Uh, when we're, we're not in there now, but if you look into the window here, yeah. uh, you'll be able to see because I love seeing an indoor plant, I have to say. Now, I have one at home. I couldn't tell you what it is. It was a present. Um, but they're just... Oh, I'm going through trees yeah. now. Oh, look at these. Oh yeah, my, These are fabulous. limes, are they? Uh, they're your lemons. Lemons. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Just across the way then, um, they're, they're lemons. Um, that's so you can have an lemon. indoor lemon tree? Of course you can. As oh, you can see, yeah. it's full of lemons. Yeah. You know? Uh, we're, we're looking through the window now and uh, you can't see everything but uh, there's a lot of stuff in there and like again we follow the seasons uh, Christmas is huge here we have uh, Irish growers uh, one Irish grower that we buy all the poncettias from and they're absolutely fabulous and just it's amazing as well um, you can see there's many many big plants in there there's the palms there's the uh, the fig trees are there they're fabulous too yeah. and there's so so much more they can really uh, make a make a home as well and I see you have your little orange tree as well the clementines oh yeah. like there's just so much in it and do these take a lot of time I mean does the room have to be at a certain temperature what room should I'm really intrigued by the lemon tree now what room would these be kitchen sitting room like where kind of would you have these for, for the lemons to ripen they need light and okay. you can see this is all pushed down to the big window yeah. here um, again anything that's going to give you you a lot of flower or fruit will need light they will need heat Um, most of these would come from countries where temperatures would probably not go even in their winters below 15 18 degrees okay uh, we're on a temperature gauge in there so mm-hmm. the temperature in that room never goes below 15 you know uh, a lot of the times it's probably averaging around 18 or 20 mm-hmm. but that's what you've got to think of um, again it's a great I, idea for a gift for oh somebody yeah. isn't it yeah again talk to your to your garden centres ask the care of them um, I don't really do a lot myself with the indoor area mm. that's left to Zenka and the girls here to keep that going and they're pretty knowledgeable on it uh, yes we had made a few mistakes from time to time but they've got a fair handle on it now Brilliant, yeah. you know no, they're gorgeous. and with that as well as a, from a sales point like we carry all the different feeds different sprays all of that which again is a, is a little bit extra creates a bit extra coming into the shop mm-hmm which everybody needs you know definitely oh no Pat it's brilliant so you're based here in Kilkenny on the Dublin Road Um, 
If anybody wants to come in and, and see the beautiful garden centre, all of the colours and everything that you have here. I'm just going to take you up here to the trolleys that we haven't uh, offloaded. They've just come in this morning and these are just amazing. And I think when we get here, you'll understand. Okay. The colours already are just vibrant. Yeah, and basically for me, it gets me, you know, it wakes me early because I can't wait to come to work. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at these... Oh, look at the colour, yeah. the purples, pinks, oh, yeah. these, these orange... These are different, different hydrangeas, and they're in full bloom now. And this is a great time, even if you never want to buy one, come and have a look. Yeah. See what they look like and what they're going to give you next year. There's a dwarf bourbon up on top. You can't really see what that looks like. But again, I'll just take one down. Oh, wow. So it's like a purple plant. For anybody who doesn't know plants like me with the names of them. But it's, oh, it's stunning, isn't it? very tall as well but it's gorgeous look at that that's amazing and if you look at him there and he looks fabulous in his, in his wee pot there he's in a two litre pot but if you look at it you're, you're, he's going to go out of flower again probably another five six weeks you cut him back almost to the ground mm. but next year he's coming back and he's going to be three times that size wow yeah. okay he's a guy you wouldn't put to the back there's a taller one that you can get in from the same family that can go to the back this guy would go maybe I call him a middle plant okay. he won't go to the front he'll get a little bit too big but just look at that it's and imagine him colours. going through a few hydro is closed to yeah. and you can use your headers which we looked at just back the way there to give you some winter into the spring colour going through that and like you know and come here September we're just at the start of that what is it 3rd of September today yeah. now is September a good time to be planting yeah it's a brilliant time to plant because the ground is still warm okay. the plants are going to settle in mm. they'll shove out their little roots right yeah and they'll be settled in for the winter winter yeah exactly uh, you know as we get in sometimes we can get a very September October and into November are great times to plant okay. because we can get cold weather frosty weather and basically what happens then is the ground gets hard like it's harder to dig it yeah. but as well as that it's cold so people are not inclined to go out as much in the cold I've just pulled this one apart here look at these these are these are your malas basically they're crab apples right yeah and you can see we have yellow ones we have red ones and we have in between ones but if you look at the label yeah right and the foliage is beautiful on them now all these little crab apples they're it's going tiny. to take another, another maybe whatever six eight weeks yeah. to ripen and this is nature looking after itself they hold off ripening so that when the, they don't ripen on the cold weather comes in and they're there to feed the birds oh, and wow. the birds absolutely love them but if you look at the picture label, right gorgeous. just as the leaf comes on them mm. in we'll say probably may maybe middle to the end of may possibly early july and look at this what comes on him he's laden mm. you can see nothing only flower gorgeous. then they will be pollinated by one to the other or by an apple tree or a wild um, a wild crab in the out in the fields right okay. and then each flower produces what you see now as the little crab apple coming they're gorgeous beside it in yeah. that some tree now, this the is same beautiful trolley. this is kind of nearly like a yellow is it yeah, a yellow this is green robinia. okay robinia yeah, and oh wow that wow. would grow into that that's what that's going to grow into okay they're stunning Absolutely ornamental sunny. tree yeah and the best way I think to plant this don't put in three four or five put in one okay so he stands out yeah give him plenty of room like he looks very pretty there now what is he he's probably seven eight foot and he will grow too he will grow he that guy's going up to 25 foot wow if you wish you can keep him lower by autumn pruning but if you had space for this guy and you let him off to what you see on that picture label yeah. 
Actually, the picture label, as beautiful as it is, doesn't even do him justice. Shiny mackers. Yeah. And this is a great plant for our bees as well, you can see oh, yeah. there on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. bees love them, right? The bees love them. And so also with the crab apples, the malices, they love that as well. Oh, they're gorgeous pastures. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. brilliant, yeah. yeah. Well, we definitely encourage everybody to come along and take a look at what you have here because it's um, it's stunning. Something else you have, and that I just saw as we were walking around the other yeah. way as well, lettuce, broccoli, oh, yeah. everything, yeah. Pat. You literally yeah, yeah. have everything. I mean, yeah. we could feed ourselves for the day here with all yeah. the food as well, but like vegetable cropping is a, is a huge thing now in Ireland as that well, isn't it? That is absolutely yeah. everything, yeah. yeah. The veg is very, very big, mm. you know. And, and we like, can do that in our own gardens. I, I, I would like to say, I think I did have everything. I actually don't have everything, but I'm planning on having everything. That's why we're extending the garden centre. And again, we wouldn't be doing this only we know that we have the people out there we have the interest in it and it's good for us and we're going to try and make it good for everybody and the name of the game is have fun with it as well and I say that to anybody doing their garden like I can tell you one thing and you should have fun yourself and do a lot of it your own way you know, yeah. my garden is Jungle Jimmy, and I have a nice garden, but it's Jungle Jimmy. <laughs> I love and it. The reason for that is I want everything. Yeah. And now, <laughs> it's a jungle. Oh, yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. it's just it's stunning, Pat, and it was great to come over yeah, and you. see everything. So, as we said, you're based on the Dublin Road here in Kilkenny. For anybody yeah. in Kilkenny or Carlow or further afield that are listening, definitely pop in and uh, visit yourself here in the team, and you'll be able to give us all the advice. Yeah, I'm very lucky that I have a good team here, and they're quite knowledgeable. And um, you know, and I'm still learning because if I live to a hundred which I hope I do, I'll still be learning because the plants will teach you all the time, Um, they'll beat the man that met him, they'll do their own thing we think we haven't corrected but we haven't (laughs) (laughs) Oh that's brilliant listen Pat, thanks so much Well Ashing, thank you very much, it was a pleasure talking to you Talking Shop The Big Interview Friday nights from 6 on KCLR This is Talking Shop with Ashling Kelly that's right, this is Talking Shop with me, Ashton Kelly. Hope you're all very, very good on this Friday. Thir- what? It's 3rd of September. Oh my goodness, 10 to 7. Oh, the weeks are just flying by, aren't they? That was Pat Comfort from Flower Power and a big thank you to Pat. Um, and give us all the gardening tips. Oh my goodness, it was just so much fun being over there. I love garden centres. I love a good look around the garden centre. So, of course, I was in my element. Um, and honestly, if you can, pop in, have a look at the colours, have a look at the trees and the hedging and everything it's just stunning I love it I love it I love it anyway lots more coming your way including oh my goodness I had such a great week actually I get out and about everywhere uh, but I was down in the Pembroke Hotel and their new um, executive head chef Ken Harker was there so I caught up with them on how to make focaccia bread oh my goodness and we were chatting about it and I said you know what this is going to be ideal for how do you do so stay tuned we are back just after this with the lovely Ken Harker teaching us how to make focaccia bread How do you on KCLR's Talking Shop Now I'm here with executive head chef Ken Harker in the Pembroke Hotel and Ken is going to give us his delicious recipe that we can all make at home for focaccia bread yeah, well this is a, a bread we've had on from day one and we make it every single day and we serve it fresh in our restaurant every single night. So there's two parts to this recipe. There's the base sponge and for that you'll need 85 grams of strong bread flour, 150 grams of warm water. We take it to about 43 degrees but anything between 40 and 45 and then 8 grams of fresh uh, dried yeast. So you combine all those ingredients and it's very, very wet so it almost looks like a batter. 
and then you leave, just give it a quick whisk and leave that in a bowl for 45 minutes to an hour at room temperature. And what will happen then is it'll start to bubble. And then that means the yeast is reacting with the water and the flour and it's starting to, to ferment and rise. And the reason you do this first is because it allows you to add extra oil and the salt for the next step without killing the yeast. So after about 45 minutes to an hour, you'll see that start to bubble. And then you add 430 grams of strong flour, another 300 grams of the warm water at 43 degrees again, a good pinch of salt, and about 70 mils of a good quality extra virgin olive oil. And you mix this to a dough, and then you let that work away. We use that speed two for our mixer. I say that if you have a KitchenAid, it's a middle three or four on the mixer until it starts to become elastic. It will be quite a loose wet dough, so it won't be like it won't come together in a ball, but it will be quite loose. So after that's beaten and it's become elastic, if you pull it away from the hook, it will be stretchy. It's a process called window painting because you'll see the, the dough stretch and you can just see the light coming through the dough. And then you put that into a, a lined a baking tray with because it's a free-form dough, you don't need to roll it into a ball, it will find its own natural shape in the tray. So grease the tray good with some more olive oil olive oil on your hands and kind of push it down nice and flat into the roasting tray. Cling fill in that, leave it in your fridge overnight and it'll do its magic. It'll prove very, very slowly at the slow temperature and it's, it's foolproof. The next morning you take it out, you put on some chopped rosemary, thyme, olives, whatever, whatever kind of flavoring you want. And then you use your fingers to kind of make indents into it. And what will happen is the olive oil will pool in those little indentations and then you leave it out at room temperature, you wrap it up in cling film. You leave it out for about a good hour, hour and 20 minutes till it's double in size. Then into a very hot oven, 210, 215 for about 17 to 18 minutes. Take it out, brush it with a bit more olive oil, leave it to cool and enjoy. Delicious. Very, very, very simple. Thank you very much, Ken. Thank you. How do you on KCLR's Talking Shop? Does that not sound just absolutely delicious? I wouldn't be um, a baker or a maker or a cook. And I should be because I spent so much time with the lovely Edward Hayden. I should be picking up on all the tips, but I'm not. But that was um, executive head chef. Yes, I was very excited about that one from the Pembroke Hotel. Ken Harker teaching us all about focaccia bread. And I also did have a big interview with Ken and the owner, John Ryan, as well, from the Pembroke Hotel, which will be coming up soon in our hospitality show. You see, we've got Love the themes here on uh, Talking Shop here on KCLR. Lots and lots um, of great music so coming your way this evening. Eddie Hughes is up after 7 o'clock with Friday Night Live. So do stay tuned for that. But before we go anywhere, I was chatting to the lovely, lovely, lovely um, Katrina Cullen from Cullen Nurseries in Hackettstown, County Carlow. And um, myself and Katrina had great chats about um, trees and hedging and everything. It was amazing. And um, she took part in our quick fire questions. So take a listen even to this. Kelly's quick fire quiz on Talking Shop. What's your name? Katrina Cullen. What's your business name? Cullen Nursery. What do you offer? We offer our clients guidance and advice on picking the right trees and hedging for their garden. Where are you located? Hackettstown County, Carlow. Tell us something about your business that we may not know. We're one of the only native nurseries growing trees and hedging in County Carlow. What's your most popular product? Laurel hedging. What would your customers say about you? I talk an awful lot <laughs> and um, 
we're family run and we really care about what we offer our customers. And what would you say about your customers? They they listen to me talk an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very loyal customer base and we're very, very blessed to have so many customers all over the country. What can you customers expect when they use your services? Um, lots of experience, knowledge, um, a high attention to detail and great customer service. And how do customers feel when leaving your um, after using your services? Invigorated and like that they're going to transform their garden in the next couple of years. What does it mean for you as a local business for us locals to support you as a local business? Local support has been immense and has been great for our business in the last couple of years. It has really driven us on. It has encouraged us to continue providing the products and service that we have and it was feedback from the local area that encouraged us to purchase an extra eight acres of land to further expand our nursery this year. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Katrina. No butter, thank you. Kelly's Quick Fire Quiz on Talking Shop. That was, of course, Katrina Cullen from Cullen Nurseries in Hackettstown, County Carlow. So thank you so much for that, Katrina. Always great to have you um, to have you on the show. And of course, we will have a big interview with Cullen Nurseries coming up over the next few weeks again. Now, it's time for me to say goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us here on the show this evening. We hope you all enjoyed it. Um, before we go, what have I got to do? Of course, I'm going to give you um, tell you that I'm back tomorrow morning with Edward Hayden on the Saturday show. So do uh, take um, take note we're here from 10am and we have got a fantastic show coming your way tomorrow morning so do have a listen to that Eddie Hughes as I said is up next with Friday Night Live with the very best of music get your text in 083 306 9696 at the moment just so you all know in case you're heading out for a walk or if you're sitting out in the back garden in Carlow it is 16 degrees and in Kilkenny it is 17 degrees have a lovely evening and I'll chat to you all very very soon Temperatures on KCLR sponsored by Curry's PC World with fast nationwide delivery and online shopping at curries.ie.